Chase the team, yeah. We got the rank, rank, rank supreme. Come on, yeah. We coming over and we taking the scene. Yeah, we should be on that limelight up, up on the screen. Yeah, you know my team. Yeah, we really just doing this. Fluid up every time. We really just moving this. Yeah, man, we mix it up. To all of my fellas and chicks with us. Hey, best believe we the new way. Mr. T, Rob, Boogie, and Anthony Davis. You're listening to the Riot Show. This is the Riot Show. gentlemen boys and girls who are tuning in this is the weekly premiere of the ryan show fm starring your host ryan verdell broadcasting internationally intergalactically at least that's according to the news these days who knows they might even be listening to us on mars thank you pull up your chair sit down break it out roll one up crack one open light one up it's going to be one of those nights. This is the best of the Ryan Show FM 2020. And it's with great honor that I sit down here with you, the lovely listener, who, by the way, I cannot thank enough for tuning in each and every week. We've got some really, really serious competition week in and week out. You could just pull out your cell phones and look at kitten videos, but instead you choose to spend two hours with us. So we can't thank you enough. But 2020, I know it's been a crazy year. There's been a lot of sadness, a lot of grief. It's not even over yet. For all we know, there could still be some crazy grand finale. But what we're going to do to make 2020 a little bit better is consolidate some of the best moments that have gone down on these very airwaves and hit you with it all at once, including some great new music in between. So on that note, there's not going to be too much of me sitting here ranting and raving. Tonight, we look back at some of the shining moments of 2020, like when we were searching for the greatest rapper on earth, the next big thing which happened to be Jeeves B. We're going to play some of the next big thing. We're going to play our interview with Sarah J. We sat down with my personal favorite producer of all time this year. Great honor to me, Easy Mo B. We're going to play a clip of Easy Mo B explaining the origins of hip-hop and how they go hand-in-hand with disco. So much good stuff. We're going to cram-pack it in, and I'll be back to say a few words in between. So without further ado, so we can get as much in as possible, let's get this show started. This is the Ryan Show FM Best of 2020. Follow us on IG at the Ryan Show and let us know what your favorite part of the Ryan Show FM was this year. 
Now step into our time machine, because we're going to Las Vegas. This was right before the pandemic had really struck. In fact, I was probably surrounded by the coronavirus when I was out in Las Vegas at the fight between Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury. This is jam-packed with a variety of celebrity commentary. A lot of good stuff. It was almost like an NPR presentation, if you will. And it really took a lot to put together. So without further ado, let's get it going. When we come back, we will be in Las Vegas back in February of 2020 before all this craziness really started going down. This is The Ryan Show FM. Honky Wonky, uh, let's go.
to be perfect for one second. Tyson Fury says he is living in Deontay Wilder's head. Rent free. Now, you all heard the results of the last fight between Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. But what was going to happen this time? The rematch, long anticipated. Tyson Fury switched up his trainer. Deontay Wilder put on what, 20 pounds? Came in weighing the heaviest that he ever did. So, I took it upon myself to fly into Las Vegas and see what the people there thought. And I ran into a few of them that were quite notable, including fellow broadcaster Peter Rosenberg. Houston hip-hop legend Paul Wall, baby, and Wade King from the hit Animal Planet show Tanked, just to name a few. Also a few fired-up Englishmen. I was around the Deontay Wilder camp all weekend, thanks to our boy Classic, who you'll hear me interview later on in the evening. They're saying that this is easily the most anticipated heavyweight boxing match since Mike Tyson last fought. And you can tell the energy around the MGM Grand was just insane. Celebrity after celebrity walking in through the lobby. It looked like the entire United Kingdom showed up to support this fight. I've never seen anything like it. There were definitely more British or English people or gypsies. I don't know what they were around the MGM when I was in there than Americans. That was probably what surprised me most was the lack of American support for our fighter. But after how close the last fight was... It really seemed to be up in the air as to who was going to win the fight. So I looked for the most passionate boxing fans that I could and, uh, and asked them a few questions. Let's hear what they had to say. Ryan Verdell, host of The Ryan Show FM, reporting live from the MGM in Las Vegas. And I'm looking for the most passionate, fired up boxing fans that I can. Let's see what we can find. So, so who are you and where are you from, sir? I'm from Denver, Colorado, bro. I heard you screaming Bomb Squad down the hall. So, uh... Bomb Squad! Yep, yep, yep. Predictions for the fight. When is he going to get knocked out, Mr. Tyson Fury, that is? Uh, I don't know, bro. Mr. I said Mr. Tyson Fury. When is he going to get knocked I don't want to be. I don't know. Fury, I know you're bro. Deontay fan. Fury's a good-ass boxer, bro, so I'm not really sure, but hopefully Wilder can do it. I got 200 bucks on him. So. I love that unbiased opinion, honestly. That's great. That's great. I'll tell you who you won't get an unbiased opinion from is from every one of these drunken Englishmen around here. I don't know if you've seen this, but it's scary. Yeah, I was sitting in there at the weigh-in with him, bro, so yeah. Psychos. I got respect for both, dude. I mean, Fury can box, dude. Definitely. He's a fighter. Yes, sir. So. Bomb squad. And it was at this moment that I saw a pack of rowdy Englishmen rush towards the weigh-in and decided it would only be right that I followed them and got their drunken opinions.
Yes, you can. 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 Squad! There's only one Tyson Fury! One Tyson Fury! Stick the bomb squad up your ass! So when is Tyson Fury gonna knock him out? The bomb, the bomb squad. He's out of there. 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 You big gosher! You big gosher! You big gosher! Tyson Fury's gonna kill him. No worry about that. Tyson Fury's gonna knock him. round, he's gone. He's out. He's out. He's out. So you really think he's gonna knock out Deontay? After the day, after the day, no one else would talk about Deontay Wilder. You know the bomb is gonna get detonated. Don't worry about that. The bomb squad's a big wanker, a big prick. Some very strong opinions from the Englishmen down at the MGM. Very confident in their guy, Tyson Fury. But what did the fans inside the actual weigh-in have to say? Not just the drunks at the bar. Let's find out. Let the people know. Uh, first off, who are you? Where are you from? Yeah, I'm Bruce. Uh, Bruce Lojack at Lojack253 here, here at the weigh-in representing uh, Tacoma, Seattle, Washington. And that's not all you're representing. I heard you screaming bomb squad. That's right. We represent Deontay. Deontay is the real deal. And anybody don't think I've been following boxing since Ali and Deontay is what, 43-0 and 0 with about 41, 42 knockouts? You don't get no better than that unless your name Floyd Mayweather. So let me ask you this. Deontay Wilder in his prime versus Mike Tyson in his prime. Who wins? Uh, I got to go with Tyson because he's a lot shorter and I think he'll get at him. Plus he's a New York City boy. <laughs> Shouts to New York City. Thank you very much, sir. Vanessa and I'm from London. Vanessa from London. So I assume you're here to, to watch Deontay Wilder whoop ass on Tyson Fury. Yeah, I'm here. I was down actually for a hen party, but then it occurred that this was on and we were like, oh my God, how did we make this work so well? So yeah, we're staying. <laughs> so you weren't even here for the fight? No, because we booked this hen party last year when the fight wasn't even announced. It was meant to be. It was. I, I mean, you can tell just by the vote up on that screen. It said 69% of the people in this arena were in favor of Tyson Fury. And we're not even overseas. We're in America right now. So what do you attribute to that? Do you think it's Britain's love for boxing or they, the, the love that America has for Tyson Fury in this arena? I think that there's a lot of love for Tyson Fury, mainly from the English. Um, I'm not too sure how many Americans actually love him. That's my opinion right now. I don't know if tomorrow loads of Americans are going to make their way down, drive down. If that's the case, I'm good for that. But I'd like to see a lot more Americans here because it'll make it exciting for me. I'm kind of surprised with the lack of Americans around here right now, right? It seems like mostly everybody is from the United Kingdom. But hey, I, I guess you're right at home then, right? Yeah. Really quick, what are your predictions for the fight? Who's going to win and when? Oh, when? Uh, I think Fury's going to win. I'd like to see it go quite a few rounds just for some more entertainment, obviously. Uh, so let's say round seven. Round seven. All right. So I guess we'll find out. Thank you very much. Anything you'd like to plug? Would you like any Instagram uh, plug right now? Why not? The radio. Oh. Uh, I'm VanessaHR.Yoga on Instagram. Find me there. Check me out. <laughs> and you heard it here first. Vanessa predicted that Tyson Fury would knock out Deontay Wilder in round seven at the weigh-ins. And it was at this point that I managed to sneak my way into the press room to get some great interviews with a few familiar voices on radio and an ever-so-controversial boxer. Let's hear what they had to say. I'm here with radio legend Peter Rosenberg. That's right, big words. But hey, I listen to this guy every day on sports radio. He's got to be more into sports than ever. And I need his professional opinion here on the Ryan Show FM. So, Peter, who do you have winning the fight tomorrow night? Uh, I am going to pick um, Deontay Wilder in the eighth round. 
whenever people say around, I find it to be completely arbitrary, but I'm doing it also. Um, and I just picked the eighth because I feel that um, it'll take him time to find his shot, but at some point he'll find it. Um, and I think he gets to win this time. I, I, listen, I think Tyson Fury is the better boxer, um, but I think Deontay Wilder just has a one-punch knockout ability with one hand that's remarkable. So I, I think Wilder will catch him, and uh, that will be that. All right. Wildly having me, I know that this isn't here for sports, but might as well hit him with a hip-hop question. So of all the up-and-coming artists, both of us, we listen to, to the golden era of hip-hop mostly. I know from listening to you on the radio. But of all these new artists, who do you think uh, takes the cake for you right now, your number one artist? Let's say ages 15 to 30. Oh, that's a big, that's that's a big, a big, that's that's a big, big wide range. So um, there's a good amount of stuff that falls in that category that I like. Um, takes the cake number one so you want you want younger than like the the, the kings of the of the business right now exactly. younger than me 30 and under and who do you i should rephrase this who do you listen to 30 at the most 30 and younger dj john who do i listen to most 30 and under um i don't know um it's a it's a wide range i would say commercially um i like the baby um i think he's a lot of fun you know i i don't think he's i don't think he's rewriting rap as we know it but I, I think he's dope with it um, I like of, of course I love a lot of stuff out of New York um, pro era um, R.I.P. Pop Smoke I really thought that um, he was doing something different you know that, that's like that's all I'm ever looking for is like it's not necessarily ever going to be exactly my speed anymore some of it maybe, but not a ton um, I love IDK by the way shout out to IDK but um, Pop Smoke was special and different. That's one of the things that makes this so sad. His own voice and his own sound, and that's what's so hard to develop these days when everybody's doing the same thing and everybody has access to the same equipment. We got to lay back on air. I'm just doing an interview on a radio show at the same time. I'm fine. Uh, but, yeah, I agree with you 100%, and that is what one of the things beyond the obvious just tragedy of the Pop Smoke situation, the thing that does make it, he did have such a unique sound. The producers he was working with, you know, took what was happening in London, made it better here. So RIP Pop Smoke. Thank you. Appreciate you, Peter. Thanks, Peter, for letting me interrupt your broadcast of the Michael K Show. I believe that's what they were recording. It was on Vegas time. It was a little confusing. Next, I ran into Big Tigger, another legendary radio DJ who's got his own show, The Big Tigger Show. Be sure to check it out. Let's hear what Big Tigger had to say. Reporting live from Wilder Fury 2, I'm with Tigger. And I want to know, for your prediction of the fight, how is it going to end? I think it'll be a technical knockout. Fury showed something to me by getting up twice, <laughs> but he didn't get caught flush. So, I mean, either he's, I still think it'll be like the ref might have to stop it because somebody's wobbly, and I think it'll be Tyson Fury that's wobbly. All right, and this is one of the more popular fights in a very long time. What do you see the future of boxing in America looking like with the rise of MMA and all these other combat sports? I mean, MMA is his own little thing right now. There are people who love both and one who like one and hate the other. Um, I think whatever, you know, pick your poison, whatever you like, whatever you enjoy. But boxing, you know, we haven't had a real good heavyweight situation in a while, and that's always been the gas to the, to the car of boxing. Uh, now we're developing that. It looks like it's on the return and on the rise. A lot more, a lot more attention will be paid to boxing that we have, like, some really viable entertaining heavyweights in the, in, in, the, in the weight division. So I think if, if this fight goes the way it should be, really entertaining, like a fight fight, um, and then the next couple of fights, I think I think the popularity of boxing could return to its, its all-time high of Ooh. the past. 
Big words. All right. Also, back to the future of boxing. Who do you think, I don't want to say the next Deontay Wilder, but who's the next big name in heavyweight boxing in America? Next big heavyweight? I can't say that I know the division that well, but I, I, I would like to see this Joshua Wilder fight. I mean, everybody, everybody wants to see it. We want to see if it's what's real and what's not. We want to see that. So hopefully Deontay handles his business. I don't know how that all the business got to get worked out, but I really would be looking forward to a Wilder Joshua fight. You um, and everybody else, yeah. honestly. This is it. This is what we want to <laughs> see. So if you guys see. are watching any promoters, make that happen. Thank you. And there you have it. Tigger, huge boxing fan, making a pretty reasonable decision, uh, or so it seemed at the time. And the next guy I found was later escorted by the Las Vegas PD out of the building. Apparently, he was trespassing at the MGM. One of the illest fighters in the game right now, the ever-so-controversial Adrian Broner. Let's hear what he had to say. And we are live, the Ryan Show FM, with the one and only Adrian Broner. Who do you got for the fight Saturday night? Uh, Deontay. What's going to happen? What's the outcome of this fight? I think he knocked him out. Sixth to eighth round. Sixth to eighth round. Yeah. All right. And uh, I got to ask this, too. I do a show with Mr. Cheeks in New York City, Mr. Cheeks of the Lost Boys. And we need to know who's your favorite MC in New York City. Right now, A Boogie. A Boogie with the hoodie. Yeah, his new, his, new, uh, his new CD is fire. All right. And your favorite group, your favorite rap group to come out anywhere, anywhere right Migos. now. Migos. All right. So there you have it. The Ryan Show FM, real boxing, always. Let's go. And it was at this time that I decided to leave the media room and stop back into my room to switch equipment. And boy, was I surprised when I walked into our presidential suite. Once again, shouts to Beyond Equity for going above and beyond with providing us with this presidential suite uh, over at the Rio. So I make my way back to the Rio Hotel, and sure enough, in the room is the star of the hit series Tanked on Animal Planet, Wade King, who also happens to be friends with Kraftburger Chris. So I sat down for a few minutes and got to ask him a few things. Let's hear what he had to say. All right, and so I just walked into the hotel room fresh off the streets of Vegas covering this fight, and uh, wow, what a surprise. In the room here happens to be the star of Tanked, Wade King. What's happening? And wait, how you doing, man? What are you doing in the room, first of all? Just hanging out with the right people. Kraftburger Chris, huh? There you go, Ryan. I guess we all have the same ties, after all. Yep. So what do you think? Who's going to win this fight tonight? I don't know. I think it's, you know, it's going to do good, 50-50. So, you know, if you take one side, someone hates you, you take the other side. So I'm right in the middle. I, I root for them both. You're not going to go for the American? Well, you know, if let's say he didn't put the good time in. You know, he didn't really hustle it out. He doesn't deserve it. You know, so whoever really puts the good time in deserves it. May the best man win, as they say. Uh, so, I mean, it's been how long now since uh, Tanked has been on Animal Planet? Oh, uh, we've been filming for over about 11 years. 11 years. And that's how many seasons? Because you guys split it, right? Two seasons a year? Yeah, the, the network does things a lot of differently. Yeah. You know, so sometimes, you know, we, we put on 20 shows, an hour a show. I know we don't have much time right now, but there are a few things, basic questions that I have. Your slogan is you guys can make anything that you dream of, right? If somebody dreams it, you guys can make it. If you it. can dream it, we can build it. Has there been a nightmare? Has there been anything just too crazy for you guys to actually put together? All right, so someone dreams of a tank and, you know, they might have a budget, say, of 100 grand. And so it's out there, but it might take 200000 to build it. So that's the only reason why we wouldn't build it. So money's the only thing that can hold you guys back. Correct. So that being said, what is the most insane tank that you guys have ever been ever built? Uh, we've done 10,000 tanks worldwide. We did like uh, Dwight Howard, Tracy Morgan, Shaq, you know. Who are the craziest tank of each one that you've built? 
Well, each one's different. We did a church in Dallas. It's called IBOC. It took two and a half years to build. It was four and a half million dollars. Wow. So how many fish does that hold? Well, if you got little fish, you can go all the I guess it depends. Well, they got yeah. sharks in there? Like, right. Yeah, he yeah. has all different species of Jesus. sharks. Yeah. But sharks, there's 440 species. Yeah. There's only a few that we recommend for an aquarium. That's insane. So are there any fish that you don't recommend for the aquarium? There's a lot out there, there yes. Yeah. So, what, so, so yeah. there, there are some fish that you won't mess with. There are well, some that you, are off. You know, you have great white shark. Yeah. You don't want to put that kind of fish in a tank. It, it can be swim. done, though. If it's big enough. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Do you think you could ever take on something that crazy someday if they pay enough money? Well, we, you know, we build a lot of big things. We do, you know, the Bass Pros, the Cabela's. We do SeaWorld. So those large tanks that, you know, are in public that they can go see and stuff. So some of the animals get hurt out in the you know, wild and they'll end up dying. So you get those species and bring them and help them. That's really good. So what other endeavors do we have going on besides just the show? We have tons of things going on. You know, we have, um, I have a beautiful water unit for the house that gives you purified water. Um, we have a grow house so you can grow tomatoes and stuff in your house. We have all different avenues. We're moving to a new location here in Vegas. Tours come in. We have the hats, the shirts, the memorabilia. So there's so much stuff that you can actually get and see. And when you come down there, a lot of times we are there. We can do portraits, pictures, autographs. And, you know, we like to educate a lot of people. All right. So what do we got 2020? What do we have to look forward to? Um, well, 2020, we got two new shows we're planning on Two right new now. shows? Correct. So, wow. Congrats. Um, we'll release them soon. You know, we're going to be in a new location. Can we announce who it's through, who's distributing the show? Um, they're, they're major networks. So major networks, correct. okay. And we're going to do our own YouTube channel. Which you got to, in this day and age? Sure. Why not, right? Yeah, and then, you know, it's more freely. You can do whatever you want. You can have the client on there, celebrities and so stuff So what's like going to be different? What are you going to add to your YouTube channel that they can't see on the major networks? You, you have a chance to show more. You have a chance to educate. The kids can see the filtration the life support we want to educate so they understand you just don't want to go buy a fish tank and not know how to take care of it so we want to be able to like a five-year-old can take care of it the moms can take care of it years ago they were headaches so we have a platinum line tank that's coming out it's already out but it's all over and that's a tank that's self-contained and we're going to do some little videos and you know how to teach and stuff like that and you'll see them on youtube and stuff Ooh, all right all right last question we're on a lot of hip-hop stations out there do we have any rappers that are going to be buying any big-ass fish tanks for, from you this year? We have some real big guys out there that already notified us. We already spoke with them, and they're ready to go. Oh, man. No, you can't name drop yet? Well, I don't like to do that yet. All right, we got to wait. We Money can't, in the bank, you don't talk. Uh, exactly. Until it's in the bank. Can't count those eggs before they hash. But You got it. Yo, thanks for pulling up. I mean, I should say you're already in here, but uh, thanks for giving us the uh, fight prediction. We'll see what happens. Yes. And uh, any last words for the fine fans of the Ryan Show FM? Um, keep listening. You'll see a lot of good stuff and educated, and it's one of the best shows. Thanks for joining us, folks. Let's get back to this fight coverage. Flash forward Saturday night. It is finally time for the long-anticipated rematch. Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury Part 2. I mean, we all know what happened, but why don't we listen to a little bit of an audio recap of the fight. Wilder Fury 2. Here we go. Tyson Fury throwing the left hook before right hand, and the right hand goes right on the top of the head. Deontay saying, what happened? Well, that's the shot that Tyson Fury's been trying to land this whole fight. His physical stature, it belies his skill and his Let me tell you. Let me tell you. down his score. A body shot to Wilder. And he's looking for the spot. Hits him to the body. And Fury looks like if he lands a good punch, Deontay will go down. He's definitely he, doesn't look what was he just feet. doing with his tongue right there? He said, I want to taste blood. Fury did it. 
all of his corner mates to tell him to keep his hands up, which is important. And another head-snapping jab from Tyson Fury. We always talk about how Deontay Wilder has the ultimate eraser. But you have to be able to execute on it. He is the winner by way of technical knockout. He is still the undefeated lineal heavyweight champion and the new WBC heavyweight champion of the world, the Gypsy King, Tyson Fury. I'm with Houston legend Paul Wall. Very honored to meet you, but more importantly, we just witnessed a real upset tonight. Man. According to me as an American. It was a great fight. Great fight definitely was an upset. A, a lot of us Americans for sure would expect the Wilder to win. But, you know, I like I say, I'm looking forward to part three. Where that part three at, man? The trilogy. So who do you got for the trilogy? I mean, it's, it's definitely tough to call, but, I mean, I, I still got Wilder just because he's that beast. Even up until the time they called the fight, I was just thinking to myself, all it takes is one punch, even if just a little luck or something, and he got that type of power in him, too, that he got, he definitely got the power to where you catch you. To, a true oh, knockout right. artist. And it's good to see heavyweight boxing get the respect yeah. that it deserves again. And uh, one more thing, uh, I really enjoy that new track with Static and Benny the Butcher. Looking forward to seeing some more work. Do we got some more work coming our way for the with uh, with uh, Static and Benny? Yeah, man. Me and Benny got a, a few songs together, um, and of course, Static. We 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 think we're talking about another project, so we might have another gift thanks to or some another project coming for sure, man. Big shout out Static Select on my boy, man. Big shout out to Paul Wall, an extremely nice guy, and killed that show during the after party, a big weed event that we went to in Las Vegas. But I think it's time that we get back to our regular scheduled programming. Who do you think would win a rematch? Part 3, a trilogy. Let us know in the comments. Check us out on the Ryan Show FM on Twitter. Tell us what you think. And it's time to get back to Posnerland. We'll see you in a few. Gabish? It's the Ryan Show! And we are back. No, we're not in Posnerland. This is the Ryan Show FM's Best of 2020, where we look back at some of the best moments of 2020 including our trip to Posnerland out in Las Vegas. What a fight that was. So many surprises. And then to top it off, in the middle of a pandemic, having to duck and dodge COVID, as well as uh, drunken Irish fans, gypsies, if you will, just crazy. But it is good to be here where we can really reflect. We don't have to sit and put a real show together this week, so I could really take my time to go back and look at the best parts of 2020 because there were a lot of great moments. In between the sadness, grief, and agony of 2020, we had some pretty kick-ass interviews, including with my favorite producer of the 90s, Easy Mo B. You remember Easy Mo B. He's done stuff with Biggie Smalls, Miles Davis, and most importantly, Mr. Cheeks and the Lost Boys. He was behind some of our favorite Lost Boys songs, including Lifestyles of the Rich and Shameless, Lex, Jeeps, Coops, Beamers, and the Benz, just some classics on that Legal Drug Money album. And he has such a vast knowledge of music, just an encyclopedia between jazz, hip-hop, a lot of the golden era music that we all enjoy. So for that full interview, uh, be sure to check us out on iTunes at The Ryan Show, whatever it is. Google The Ryan Show iTunes, it'll come up. Google The Ryan Show, 
Easy Mobi, iTunes. I bet specifically that episode will come up. But enough of me. Let's get to this montage of Easy Mobi explaining the origins of hip hop and how it relates to disco. And afterwards, we'll be back with some DJ Honky Wonky. Without further ado, let's get this show on the road. Honky Wonky, let's bring us to Easy Mobi and play some of Easy Mobi's classics that we all know and love. We will be back. I was a terror since the public school era. Bathroom passes, cutting classes, squeezing his ass. Smoking blunts was a daily routine since 13. A chubby girl on the scene. I used to have the trade deuce and the deuce deuce in my bubble goose. Now I got the Mac in my knapsack, lounging black, smoking sacks up in axe and sidekicks with my sidekicks, rocking fly kicks. Honey's wanna chat, but all we wanna know is where the party at. And can I bring my cat? If not, I hope I don't get shot. Better throw my vest on my chest, cause niggas is a mess. It don't take nothing but front for me to start something. Bugging and bucking and looking like I was duck hunting. Coming out just me and my crew, cause all we wanna do is. in the hip-hop era where from from the from the block party and the jams outside you know like like um bra samandy 
God is all right, oh, da, da, da. <laughs> you come on, da, na, 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 and that was disco but if you throw that on in a hip-hop jam today throwing on old like breaks right it's considered a break beat see people don't understand that hip-hop was born out of disco Hip-hop actually was born out of the frustration from disco. Like like Grandmaster Flash and all of the DJs back then with the disco records, they would be like, uh, all of that part before there and after that, I don't want all of that. I just want that beat. Like like cheeks, like cheeks, you remember the the, the beat? Um beer. <laughs> paradise is very nice yep. paradise is very nice paradise is very nice. <laughs> exactly exactly so he knows he knows he knows so that's what that's what hip-hop is it was born out of the disco it was saying look i don't like all of that just give me that beat and i'm gonna take that part right there and run it over and over and i'm gonna find a way to do that i'm gonna get two turntables and a mixer so i could take that part and repeat that over and over and that's how hip-hop was born that's so when a, so when a lot of people frown on disco they don't know that hip-hop was born out of disco born out of the frustration from disco and then taking a step further in the early 80s when the electronics start kicking in they say you know what take it a step further now let's get these machines to do that you see that part you like get a, a sampler to just keep that going loop that here we are today making beats so yep. crazy yeah yeah crazy. people don't know that hip-hop comes out of disco and i grew up in that era so i, I totally understand that mob man drop that
pick a verse for my man called Miles Cause seems to me he's gonna be around for a long while Cause he's a multi-talented and gifted musician Who can play in a position It's no mystery that you're no risk to me Cause I'm the love until your girl to throw a kiss to me And hop in bed and have a fight with the pillow Turn off the lights and let the J give it to you And let the trumpet blow as I kick this This rapping is fundamental and mild sounds so wicked A little taste of the beatbox sound With the backdrop of doo-hop And this is why we call it the doo-bop, the doo-bop Moby, one of the goats. Sad to say, but I believe Easy Moby is extremely underrated. And considering he's made some of the greatest hip hop songs of all time, I consider that a travesty. But those that know, know. Go check out Easy Moby on Instagram. Just look him up, Google him. He's out there. He's made some of the greatest songs of all time, like I said. So, on that note, Not every interview ends in a way that you'd expect, and we learned that hands-on in 2020. Sometimes your intentions are pure, but things go awry. And sometimes you try to look for the best in people, even though they hate you because you're Italian. And that's exactly what went down on this uh, interview with Ben Gordon. I'm a huge fan of Ben Gordon, mind you. And even after all of this, I'm still a major fan of Ben Gordon. But this is probably one of the most commented on interviews in the past year. Everybody seems to be talking about it. Fans of The Ryan Show 
and fans of the sports world. So without further ado, let's take a look back on our interview with ex-NBA shooting guard Ben Gordon, where he really turned up on myself and Hampton's Dave. And a little bit on Keith Murray. Keith Murray's also featured on this interview. So without further ado, let's get it going. This is the Ryan Show FM, the best of 2020. And here's our sit-down with ex-NBA baller Ben Gordon, folks. DJ Honky Wonky's going to lead us into it like always, and we'll be back after that. Uh, let's go. It's the Ryan Show. All right, so... We have returned, folks. This is the Ryan Show FM broadcasting live through whatever type of uh, craziness is going on outside. That's the beauty of the radio, Hamptons, Dave, is that we can just keep outside. this thing going. And quiet as hell. It's and quiet as outside, man. Like that uh, someone is outside to give us the scoop. On the phone right now is... Wind, my what are you talking about? On the phone right now is one of my favorite college basketball players of all time. He played for the I'm Chicago Bulls. No longer a basketball player. I see him. He's making music. I do see him Chicago making music. Bulls. Chicago Bulls. You heard that? Loud and clear, Ben. Uh, well, you heard it here first. F*** the Chicago Bulls. Ben Gordon is on the line, as well as my dear friend Keith Murray. You hear Keith Murray on the Ryan Show all the time. Gentlemen, how are you doing tonight? Um, Keith Murray is here. How you doing, Mr. Mr. Ryan? Ah, Mr. Ryan, how you doing, Mr. Ryan? I'm doing fantastic. You know, even through all this BS, man, we got to be positive. Okay, one second. Somebody's phone is blowing in the wind. I'm in four walls. It's not me. I would assume it's who's ever outside. I know I'm inside quarantine right now. Okay, I'm quarantined too with my gloves and my mask on. You might get over here the train that's coming through the walls, but... Well, it's good to hear you're doing well, Mr. Murray, and you're taking this thing seriously. You say you got your gloves on. So, Wait, somebody, who's outside? Mr. Ben Gordon, are you still there? A lot of confusion going on. I, I really... No, I think I think everybody's still on the line. Or I think Mr. Murray hung up. Hey, Ben, what's going? You still there? So, Ben, what's going on? We read that article that you published about a month ago. It really opened up my eyes... And I think it's a really good thing you wrote that article for anyone out there that is suffering from any type of anxiety or depression because it's, it's relatable to see somebody like you that has it. It could definitely inspire others to get through it. Yeah. I read that article that you wrote about a month ago. It's I a didn't very write an article. it's a well whoever wrote that it's a very powerful piece about you. Nobody wrote the article though. What are you talking about? There was an article about a month ago published on the Players' Tribune about your struggles with anxiety and depression. That's something that a lot of people can relate to. I don't have anxiety or depression. So everything is cleared up. I want want smoke. You want want smoke? smoke. I want smoke. Um, I wasn't talking to you. I'm outside. Oh, you're outside. Well, it's very brave for you to be outside during this time you, of crisis. Hold on, are you white or black? Are you white or black? Tommy? I'm a very white guy. Are you Are you Italian? I am Sicilian. Oh, all right, yeah. You see what's happening in Italy? Insane what's going. Actually, I spoke that's to why, my family. That's why you're inside. Yeah, but that's why you're inside. It's a difference. Literally, that is why I'm inside. I I spoke to people in Italy and just alarming. Ben, I was just outside myself. I was... Did y'all talk to Hannibal in Italy? Is Hannibal still over there? 
The Hannibal? It's only one. Look, I don't know if we're smoking the same thing, Ben. Next question. Next question. All right. <clears throat> Let's see. <clears throat> Mr. Gordon, you played for one of my favorite college basketball teams of all time, the NCAA March Madness dominating UConn Huskies. Yo, chill. Where's that tonight? Where we, where's the turn up at tonight? Good question. Yo, man, I don't want to talk to you no more since you're since you Sicilian. You gave me a funny vibe. Oh, yeah, come on. That's racist. A lot of y'all, That's a lot very of racist. Of a lot of you suckers over the years have disrespected my people in front of me, dog. So, you see what's happening in Italy? That's your karma, you <laughs> Well, I mean, I got to say... I've been very disrespectful at times in my Yo, life. I must I admit. got disrespected plenty of times by you Italian motherfuckers, bro. Straight up. And I don't like that every time I do that. I can't speak on behalf of all Italians, Ben, but. Well, man, I can't. You was happy to down. So, what the are you talking all happy for? Your people dying. Why? Because. You should be somewhere praying, you you know, I'm not sure if I've ever had to pull the race card out on somebody, especially for being Italian. What is this, the 1930s? Jesus. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's just be negative and miserable. I guess it is what it is. Look. It ain't. Nah, it is. It is what it ain't. Shut the f*** up. What are you talking about? Acknowledge what I'm talking about, motherfucker. I can't speak for anyone that's wronged you in the past, but I can tell you, Hams, Dave, and I, we're too... I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. How did I disrespect you? Just by even addressing me. When there's somebody else that's supposed to address me. I don't want to talk to you, dog. You feel my energy from a mile away, so why are you even saying anything? Well, that's a good question, Ben. It's because I'm the host of the show. And I'm not even speaking to you. You told me it was Keith Murray on here. He acting like you don't know who the f*** I am. Don't set him up. That's why he got off the phone. He's about to let you put him up for no reason. If somebody don't know, it's going to be one of y'all well, once again, no disrespect intended. No well, I've been a fan of you for matter. a long time. Start using what? Start, it don't matter if you've been a fan. I'm not a basketball player no more. So that's what I'm trying to tell well, you. Like, right the now. NBA the NBA is over with. So ask me a recent question then. Don't ask me about no fake-ass sickness because nobody feels no type of way. Everybody healthy. Are you denying the existence of the coronavirus? Hey man, go ask, go ask Bob Semino. Go ask Bob Semino about me. That's one of your Italian homeboys. Go ask him about me. Go interview that. How about that? Well, there you have it, folks. Straight from the horse's mouth. This is the Ryan Show FM, and on the line is, dare I say, disgruntled former NBA player Ben Gordon. F*** you, my f***ing country, too. F*** all you I mean, we live in the same country. What do you get into in this, in this time? Of yeah, I'm not from here. I'm not from here. The earth is my turf, but I'm not from here. The earth is my turf. What talking about, man? Dave asked where the turn up is tonight. Is it worth leaving the house? It's turning up right now. That's why you need to come outside. Talking about you quarantined. I was just outside. You come outside. You come outside now. You might get molly Molly Wops? Who got us first, the coronavirus or Ben Gordon? Nah, I was just out in Bedside. I'm out there. I, I ain't see you. I'm not over there. I was just out there. Well, come up where I'm at. Fulton Ave. Alright, well, I could just hop in the two train and be there in no time.
I guess he's yep. He hung up. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, folks, that was uh, ex NBA player Ben Gordon. I mean, look, you heard it here first. I don't know what's going on. I'm I'm more of a fan of Ben Gordon now after that. That was easily our best calling in a long time too. And, and the fact that Keith Murray pretended he didn't know who Ben Gordon was, unbelievable. That's I don't know how. I guess Murray must have gotten disconnected. Let's call back Keith Murray. I think we should keep in touch with Ben Gordon and keep that going. Definitely. No, we're calling up Mr. Murray. Mr. Murray, we got you back on the line. Yo. So yeah, we just spoke to uh, we just spoke to Ben Gordon. I was so excited about that interview, but he uh, he definitely hates us because we are of Italian descent. Hates us for. He didn't like us because we're white. I don't blame him, honestly. Yeah. You know, he makes a really good point. I think we should all get into our cars and drive around New York City looking to smoke God knows what, uh, breaking the quarantine laws and and possibly spreading a deadly disease to millions of innocent people. He's like, why are you guys so happy? Why are you guys so happy during this crisis? You should be praying. Praying for what? A better outcome. Some, some type of a good outcome from all this, I guess. What, made, what, what is the sad part about it? Well, for me, I have family over in Italy. and What is the sad part about it? That's what I want to know. The sad part about the virus? No, ask him. Then we can talk about the sad part. Then we can make best out of it. Because this is order out of chaos. You create chaos, then you have order. You put people in the chaos, and then the government has order. They have control of you. They can tell you what to do and say. So what's the bad part that we're facing right now? The good part is that we're in the house with our families. Nobody can go nowhere. We can communicate. We downsizing. We quarantining. We 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 we, we are ration, rationing. We saving money. We thinking, and then when we come up, everybody pop off. We looking at the realism of the whole situation. It's a very good the point. The bad part about it is you can't go outside, waste your time, be thinned out. People can't take advantage of you. You can't be distracted. This is we cocooning. We in our man caves. We coming up right now. We spying on the world. Everybody cleaning up, coming outside. After the storm, it's going to be better. It's it a very good point. Matter of fact, fine wine. I got a new song called Fine Wine. Keith Murray Flint Flossie, produced by Mark Lawrence. And Ryan, you've been playing it, right? Actually, we're going to be playing it tonight. Right after this interview, we're going to be playing Fine Wine. And the video, you guys did a great job with the video. I really like how you, what was that, a green oh. screen? It was like you were inside of a painting. Mm -hmm. You make some good points. There is a lot of good that can come from this. I saw a chart recently of the pollution that's coming out of China and America. And it's the, the fog and the smog and all that stuff is starting to clear up. Not as many people are destroying the earth. It's almost like nature's way of punishing us, it seems. Especially considering the disease came from animals that were being tortured inside of these meat camps. I'm not sure if you saw those videos of the Wuhan yeah. animal market. It's crazy over there. Mm -hmm. I saw a video today. I guess it was a guy walking through the Wuhan meat market. And there were dogs and wolves and monkeys and snakes. Like All that cross-contamination. It was just a matter of time before some crazy-ass virus was created. That's, how, that's what a coronavirus is. It's coronavirus. Then you got to cleanse it, and you got to come out on the good side of it. It's always the storm, and then after the sunshine. The world needs a cleansing. It's about to be 
summertime now, the winter's over, the spring, fall, summer is the cleansing. The God is cleansing the earth of everything right now. That's what my grandmother, uh, Buddha, just told me. You know, she might be right. She might be right. It is almost like a cleansing. And you know, it's it's messed up to say, but what do you think? Do you think that this is more than meets the eye? More than just a virus, even? Well, you know, the elections is coming up. Everything is a sign of the time. That is another good point. A lot of every it seems that every time there's an election, a new disease comes to the forefront. Yes. But this, of the time. Listen to Prince. The record. Mm. Pull that up. Pull that up. Pull up Prince too. This is the that's the theme song for this segment, Prince. Sign of the time. You know, I think it is time to play some music, Mr. Murray. And before we continue part two of this bizarre broadcast of the Ryan Show FM. We're going to bring it back a few years. Music by Prince, Sign of the Times. Hold on tight, everybody, and be sure to follow Keith Murray on Instagram at Keith Murray Rap. And when we come back, Mr. Cheeks will be joining us to complete our trio as we interview Cassidy. Hustlers everywhere, hang in there. This will be over before you know it. Let's go. It's the Ryan Show! Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and honored guests. We're very happy to be here this evening to honor a very wonderful man, a man which we all love so very much. This man has done more for the blacks than anyone. The man I'm speaking of? Oh, baby. It's dedicated to all the pretty girls, pretty girls, pretty girls. All the pretty girls in the world, in the world, in the other girls, too. You give me your number, I call you up You act like you don't interrupt I don't have no trouble with you But I have a little problem with you not me Baby, you know I'ma take care of you Cause you said you got my baby and I know it ain't true Is it a good thing that was bad? For good or worse, makes you switch So I walk on over with my crystal Put away your pistol No, they won't be having that in this house Cause I'll cripple your style Now that you heard my charming voice You couldn't get another You won't get moist If you wanna look good and not be bummy Yo, you better give me that money
all night Put your and let me hold it tight You looking at my wrist saying this so nice The price is diamond shining disco line well, you better help me solve my problem I'ma get this money and rob them Lucky dog when I won the lotto Ran up on my car, I'm carrying Rollo But hold on, you can call me dirty And then lift up your skirt And you want some of this dirty God made dirt and dirt bust it Nah. Stop annoying me, yeah, I play my music loud And take the no nah. dirty to move the crowd You say he had it in his mouth Baby Murphy taught me that back of the house But give him a money never gets old long live old dirty bastard this is the ryan show fm the best of 2020 and we do it for the children here you would know that if you tuned in last week and heard our interview with dupree god fresh off a jail stint after allegedly blasting off a flamethrower on top of a new york city bus dupree god joined us to explain himself we even brought on the son of old dirty bastard ydb young dirty bastard to give him an extra pat on the back, because if you read that article in the New York Post, you would know that he shouted out Wu-Tang when he pulled off or allegedly pulled off that stunt. So without further ado, let's get to last week's interview, part two of that interview. The full thing can be viewed at iTunes. Go to your iTunes, local iTunes provider, and check out The Ryan Show. It's the latest episode up there. Now without further ado, let's keep this best of 2020 going. This is The Ryan Show FM with your favorite DJ of all time, DJ Honky Wonky. Let's get it cracking, baby. A bada bing. And we have arrived. Wu-Tang is for the children. At least that's what I grew up knowing. Deep down in my soul, I am part of the Wu-Tang Clan for I was raised by the Wu-Tang Clan. This is the Ryan Show FM. And in the building, we do have a surprise. We mentioned a surprise before we got to that song by Dupree God. But we're going to give a real surprise for all of you real Wu-Tang fans out there. In the building right now is none other than hip-hop royalty. And I say royalty is not even a good enough word for it. This is uh, this is almost like a second coming, if you will, of the late, great ODB, Old Dirty Bastard. In the flesh, young, dirty bastard. Give it up. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Peace. To top things off tonight, and I got to ask you first and foremost, YDB, how are you tonight? I'm good. I'm just checking if y'all can hear me. We yeah, can hear we you. you. Okay, okay. Loud and clear. Yeah, I just left the studio and all that. You know, I'll be doing the collaborations for the artists who need it. You know, they pay a little fee yes, and I get sir. it done to knock it out. That. There we go. This Big. is the time to get them out. All those features. We're hitting 2021 all inside. Get your features from YDB, Dupree God, Mr. Cheeks. Hamptons Dave. Hamptons Dave, you're selling uh-huh. features, right? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> hey, my agent. Up, Mr. Cheeks. What's yeah. up, my nephew? Chilling, all, baby. All praises due, man. You you already know what time it is, King. You already know. Hot, baby. Hot, baby. Right here with me, baby. Peace, peace. 
We've been waiting a long time to get you onto the show, YDB, and this is a good set of circumstances to do it. If you ain't doing nothing Friday, my young God, if you ain't doing nothing from like two to whatever, like whatever time, we in Queens, TMT, the money team, we out in Queens doing another pop up shop. If you could holler at us, that'd be beautiful. Yo, what, what day is Friday? That's like the, the fifth or something? The fourth. The fourth. The fourth. Yeah, I'm going to be in yeah. New York too. So. Mm. All right. Well, we're going to holler at you, cousin. Definitely. Right. And you too, King. You already know. So. Yeah, Dupree, you got to be there too. We're about to turn this shit up. I pull up. You already in the vibes. The last time I seen Young Dirty, uh, I think it was like a month or two months ago, we was in the studio with Capadonna. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was out there with Corey. Shouts right. to Capadonna. Yeah, shouts to Capadonna. Shouts to the God. Yeah, like we mentioned, we've been trying to get Y to be on here a very, very long time. And this is the perfect set of circumstances because these are two guys that are keeping that Wu-Tang legacy alive. I don't know if you saw Dupree on the roof of that bus in New York City blasting off that flamethrower, but that was in homage to the Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah, yo, I actually posted the motherfucker shit at first, but then I see this <laughs> motherfucker on news and all that next. I'm like... <laughs> I gotta take that shit off. I'm like, I don't want him, I don't want the CIA to come my way and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yo, that was crazy. Um, nah, yo, for real though, it was a, yo. I had I, I performed that song a lot, so to actually get, you know, to actually be able to put it out and to get you know positivity behind it is is dope. Now I don't even know if you got a chance to listen to a YDB. Yeah, I, I posted the joint and uh, shout out to A Rise PR. He also sent me the joint in my DM. Yes, we got to give a big right. shout out to Adrian, one of the illest shout PRs out, out there. Crisis manager, a crisis manager. You don't really meet those every day. It's like Wolf yeah. from uh, from Pulp Fiction. Yeah, Somebody just hit up and she just handles everything. Yeah, huge shout out to Adrian. Yeah, so, hold on, a super huge shout out to Adrian because <laughs> he held it down. I can't even lie. Shout out to Carrie London too, my lawyer. She held it down. He held so, it down too, man. What exactly does a crisis manager do on that note? Just for everyone out there in case they decide to jump on a roof and start blasting off flamethrowers. Which I personally wouldn't advise, but <laughs> <let's> say, um, <laughs> let me get that out there first and foremost. Nah, but she held it down. She, she, you know what I mean? She walked, she walked me through it. She helped me get the lawyer. Um, she basically just, you know, handled the situation and made sure that it, it didn't go as it didn't escalate even crazier. You know what I mean? So yeah. I appreciate that a thousandfold. It's not easy. You got to be very calculated. And then to make the right press moves at the same time. Like what you're doing, you rode the wave as best as you could. Like Kelly Slater, dude. Yeah. I think it was a, it was, it was, it's a moment, man. Like as a person who made like viral videos, cause that's basically like what me and my, my people do. It's like, I made one of the biggest viral videos last year, which was Thanksgiving on the train. And just learning from that, like these are just moments. These are th this was just an unexpected moment. That what, but we create moments, and they happen, and then they flourish, and then you just you know try to ride the wave as you know as as much as possible. You know what I mean? But the That's bus right. joint, just a moment. It's it's a it's a dope, very dope moment. You um, mentioned the subway yeah, train. You know that anything, everything happens in New York. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. For sure. You mentioned that subway train and you were doing comedy sketches, which I always feel kind of goes hand in hand with hip hop is comedy because it's all personality. And both of you guys have a good sense of humor, both YDB and Dupree, obviously. And YDB, I see you always posting up some uh, some hilarious stuff on your Instagram. I got to say really quick, just to shout out your Instagram at Young Dirty Bass Official and Dupree, what's your IG for those that are out there listening? Yo, at Dupree God. There we go. Dupree God on everything. 
is it just me or do you guys find that hip hop and comedy sometimes go hand in hand? Not just like with sketches on albums, but how both comedy and hip hop rely on a clever use of the English language in order to get your point across for whatever it is. I mean, some of our favorite rappers are genuinely funny people. And you can hear it in their rhymes a lot of the time. Yeah, it's I personally like that since the beginning of time. You know, keep it real with you. He or, is, like Snoop Dogg just said it. He is in the street and he's yeah. rapping about niggas. Yeah, like I, I feel like you was always, like, I feel like it's a great time for just to do whatever you want in hip hop. You know what I mean? Like, um, and it come, I feel like it comes from a time where, you know, you sometimes a partic, it was like a particular set of artists that would do comedy hip hop or a particular set of artists that would do gangster hip hop or a particular set of artists that would do certain things. Now it's kind of like free reign and everybody's just like, yo, let's just be as creative as possible. And now that we all like have the tools for it. Great time. Yeah. Like imagine what ODB would have been doing if he had a cell phone. That's what I think. Like talk about one of the funniest people of all time. Your father, old dirty bastard, is one of the funniest human beings of all time. If he had a, if he had the ability to go viral and create videos, I can only imagine. Yeah, he was already viral. Yeah, I guess you're right. In fact, when he said Wu Tang is for the children, that might have been one of the first real hip hop viral moments. The original. Let me tell you, you know how hard ODB is, man. All love, right? This. Joint is popping off on some new commercial right now, and they talk about give me the money, dirty ODB popping off. You see that? I know you know the this. Washing machine. The washing machine. What the? F That's so hard, right? <laughs> That's. I'm just saying how hip hop is so beautiful, and we bang. You know what I'm saying? When the real thing and feel that good vibe, that could touch the whole world, man. If it wasn't for hip hop, the world would be boring. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Love that quote. So Ain't that the man. truth? Music. We stuck with you rednecks in country music. Who'd want that? Yeah. <laughs> Man. You, you know it. Are you good? You you got your hip hop scholarship. You hired me? I'm working yeah. towards it. At least the associates. Yeah, I got this the G D. Yeah, the G E D if anything. <laughs> the hip hop G E D. Yeah. Gotta get the hip hop master class, man. You know what? And that is just what we're going to be doing right now. DJ Honky Wonky is teaching Hip Hop 101 right here on the Ryan Show FM. We've got music by Wu-Tang, music by Young Dirty Bastard. And Young Dirty Bastard, we're definitely going to have you back soon. We've got a lot to sit down and ask you about. But in the meantime, listeners, put on your thinking caps. It's time to learn. Fire. Follow Dupree God on Instagram at Dupree God. Follow Young Dirty Bastard at Young Dirty Bastard Official. This is the Ryan Show FM with your host, Ryan Vernell, Hampton Stave, and the legendary Mr. Cheeks. Class is in session. Uh, let's go. It's the Ryan Show. Good times. Good times. Classic moments here on the Ryan Show FM. That was our interview with Ben Gordon that went down earlier this year. Definitely entertaining. I sure do hope Ben Gordon's all right. Not much regard during the pandemic for himself or anybody's safety out there rolling around, but who am I to judge? Because honestly, it was hilarious. I would have cursed myself out if I were Ben Gordon. Anyways, go follow Ben Gordon. He's on IG. Let him know that we love him. It's all about peace and love here in 2020. Love, peace, and nappiness, as we say, or as Mr. Cheeks has been saying for years. Now, the next big thing was a very controversial moment this year as well. Because there were a lot of unhappy listeners, a lot of unhappy contestants. Everybody wants to be the next big thing. But not everybody's cut out for it. Not to mention, in 2020, some of the most popular rappers can't even really rap to begin with. 
So for us, it's more about the star power, the je ne sais quoi, if you will. So without further ado, this is the award-winning freestyle that Jeeves B. laid down over some classic instrumentals to take home the award for the next big thing here on The Ryan Show FM. To listen to the full contest, go to Google, type in The Ryan Show, The Next Big Thing, iTunes. It'll pop right up as the first search. DJ Honky Wonky, I'm cueing the music. Let's go. Yeah. Jeeves B. Shout to Gaming Video on this one. Hey, yo. 15 years later, I still be bumping. G-G-G-G-Unit! Get it in, yeah, you boy Jeeves in the booth. Feel like words bond son when I spit the truth. Like being single 20 years ago, that's my youth. Fourth grade for the dentist, pull my wisdom tooth. Out six years later, I preserve papoose. On the touch of remix that was produced. I switch beats, shout to the Rough Rider crew. Get it on the floor, works on VCU. Men's basketball team in my undergrad. Years graduated 2012, so glad. Being the final round of the next big thing. Contest, I be showing y'all I'm the king. Great Falls, Virginia, my hometown. Run with the crown, get yeah, dog, no clown. Going win all when they go dumb down. Out the DMV, yo, no get around. I mean, so many legends, yo, it's my obsession. It don't be depressing, haters don't be threatened. By Jeeves, real deal, force wrecking wit. Even right now, I can make them hits. Gas Jeeves, the current single, yo, check it out. Joe Button promo, yo, I'm about. That life getting cool, signs that down. So what if I'm a groupie? Chase clout. Know what, just a knee sayer when you flout. Haterade at your boy, I gon' take you out. I can't rest at your shin, no my only route. Just be the best I can be, no backing out. Yeah. Juice food. I'ma keep this thing going, you know. Now hear me on the Ryan show Starting Ryan if state and Miss Cheeks Yeah, they know Jeeves keep grinding every week Even Cal Dawson gave me good critique I've been crap digging me, my game ain't bleak Cause I've been doing this since 05 Before I got behind the wheel, couldn't drive In Langley High School back then I strive To be a dope MC, that's no lie Greek letters represent Del Sing Pie Strictly business like Eric and Parrish, so fly like a private eye, legally trying to spy You know the type of mindset, make one die Yeah Shout out to Big Daddy Kane Straight bars, a nice mellow beats, you know I ain't playing Lego, want something from me Got an ass cheese, any questions y'all got, holla at me In my DM, from 703 Here code where you can find Juice Boot Most approachable, on IG Instagram live performances, TV Broadcast type of thing, this quarantine I'm an old man, rage against machines Broken down hair, pyramid, fix it please Already tripping about the darn Crohn's virus disease Globally, 360, that's the first degree We're a pandemic, spread that easily Pray the vaccine comes soon, blissfully Wanna post COVID-19 world peacefully So think of what happened just recently Bars for LL Cool J from Jeeves B Yeah, that's what I'm talking about Jeeves ain't had to step in no. Peace. This 
is The Ryan Show FM, and we have returned. Go follow Jeeves B, the winner of the next big thing on Instagram, at Jeeves B. Oh, what a year it's been. And you know what? If you ask me, 2020 has brought out the best in a lot of people, including the lovely Renee Montgomery, who joined us after hanging up the jersey to focus fully on social justice back in June. Renee has done a tremendous job in bringing awareness to some of the injustices that are constantly happening in society. She's devoted a lot of time, money, resources to help a lot of people. And this was a great interview, a lot of actual factual knowledge. It's not all fun and games on The Ryan Show FM. Sometimes we get serious. And this is one of those interviews that showcased just that. But before we get started, we're going to premiere some new hip hop here tonight. Straight out of New England, you've heard him here before, Jay Gutta. He's back with an all-new song, The Point. Fire cover art. Got Alan Iverson on the cover, but an even better song. This is the first time it's ever been played on the radio. So without further ado, honky wonky, let's load that track up. Jay Gutta, at who is Jay Gutta on Instagram. Go follow him. Tell him that you heard his track here. This is The Ryan Show FM with music by Jay Gutta. Followed up with our interview of Renee Montgomery. We will be back. Uh, let's go. Uh, right off the rippy, I need some tippy top. Give me three Mississippi, I'll get the city hot The bigger the sucker, the bigger the city pop And I'm still at your bitch, your crib for a pity stop Your man crush bragging about how lit he got And that's not a selfie, that's a shot Miss Piggy, I'm loving the way you diddy bop You get the point Margaritas at margaritas, the tacos coming Don't even lick on my if you ain't gon' swallow nothing You make me sick, the you do for a follow button That's a hollow stomach I don't know how you stomach I still pay for decisions made in 2009 The system hopes I decline Susan says I'll be fine I'd rather waste energy than my time You still pretend to be on your grind uh, Smoke like a hippie sipping my sippy cup I just need a quickie, get me my pick me up Get my belt, keeping my tuck I still get a rush off the work I'm never busy enough I know that it's love whenever it isn't lust I watched how you played your cards when I didn't bluff I listened up the goose, I ain't no sitting duck You get the point Bozo want seconds on who I point My diss records don't disappoint Five nine dreaming about a Royce I ain't even seen it as a choice All your friends are just people that you exploit Your whole squad's looking re- when you rejoice Keep offensiveness in my voice You offended or annoyed That I avoid uh, If I'm feeling iffy I'm dipping jiffy fast Got a whole lot of secrets Inside that Vicky bag No blood, no foul You getting ticky tack Can't even bark at you kitty cats You wicked whack My dick in your mouth Who you get lippy at? Anyway, hit me back Mr. Chat Truly yours Don't even ask where I'm really at Steve Nash, you get the point Too many birds in the coop I might have played nice, but I was never fond If she ever played Jay, that was a clever John But I find satisfaction proving oppressors wrong I'm most comfortable when the pressure's on Anxious to be at home, get my depression on They ask why me and these rappers ain't on song Or if we don't get along and we have returned, folks. This is The Ryan Show FM Broadcasting Worldwide, syndicated all over the nation. And you never know who we're going to have on, but I'll tell you one thing. There's going to be some good meaning behind it, especially this next guest, because you might know her from being a beast on the court, from being one of the illest point guards out there, destroying both men and women everywhere that she goes. But now 
She's putting her efforts into social reform. So we should give it up to her early, ladies and gentlemen, Renee Montgomery yeah. in the building. Yeah. Oh, my oh. God. Oh, my God. Give it up. Don't give get, it up. Don't get people mad at me out here now. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and you've been making waves. I mean, we don't normally have guests this relevant on, and it's all for the right reasons. Normally, when we have people on that have been in the news, it's because of the police blotter. But tonight, you're in the news for the right reason. <laughs> Stepping away from the WNBA, which we can't just overlook your merits in the WNBA. You're a champion, two-time WNBA champion. Dope. Minnesota Lynx, that was a fun team. I've seen the highlights. Definitely, fun. Definitely a fun team. Yeah. <laughs> but recently, as in the last like couple days, you came out to announce that you are not coming back to the WNBA, but instead are going to focus your efforts on social justice reform. Correct. So I, I want to thank you from, uh, you know, all of us out there, really, because it's such an important time. This is it. This is, I feel like, you know, you create these waves and then you have to ride the wave. And now yep. with everything that's happened, I don't think there's better, been a better time to do something like this. So what do you think about the timing of all this? Yeah, I think that's that's my whole point of when I said moments equal momentum. Right now, like people that know sports, they know that momentum is a real thing. You can't really put your finger on it, but you know when it swings, you know when it's happening. And right now there's a lot of momentum about just we got to do better as a country. We got to do better as a whole. So I'm trying to, like you said, I'm trying to ride the wave. Like, let's see how much we can get done while everybody's trying to get something done. So that was my whole reasoning for, for opting out. So and it's not an easy decision because, I'm, you know, I'm sure you love to play basketball. I'm sure you love. But once again, you're using this platform for the right reasons. Do you think that Kyrie Irving has a point when he says that maybe they should take the year off and start focusing more on this? Yeah. And, and you know, I think that what Kyrie is saying and you saw different NBA players, the whole point is that. There's a lot of uh, NBA players, WNBA players that want to make a change. And basically the argument is over what's the best way to do it. So I think that, the, that what needs to be focused on is that like every athlete is trying to think of what they can do. Like, and, and I think that's dope. And I think that I'm going to be connected to people's initiatives inside the bubble, as well as I'm going to be doing different things out here. So I don't think it's necessarily like, oh, they doing it right or I'm doing it right. I think that it's like whatever way that you think that you can do it, do it because we need a lot of change. So everybody do it. And not just sports, but music too. You see a lot of musicians. Mr. Cheeks, the host right here of, uh, of our program, spends a lot of time active on social media promoting the cause too, going out to rallies. So shouts to you, Mr. Cheeks. You're ready. Yo, what's good, Cheeks? Yeah, no, and that's the thing because right now culture so so culture is entertainment culture is sports like we know that right people say that they're almost synonymous in the sense that you see a lot of rappers best friends with athletes so i'm yep. not surprised that you see athletes kind of doing the same things that 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 the rappers are the entertainment industry is is reflecting the sports industry we're we're pretty similar we're all entertainers and we all understand that we all have this platform so shouts to you mr cheeks i appreciate you doing that because the more, like, the more this, this momentum keeps going, that's why everybody keeps saying, keep it going, keep it going, because we have a short-term memory as a country, as a people. So the more people that are doing it, that's, that's a less chance for it to just be forgotten overnight. You're so right. many great points. I'm going I'm I'm to join you whatever you're doing, too. That's a oh, you okay. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to take you up on that. I'm serious now. I'm, I'm with you. Whatever you need from me, I'm in. Oh, I love that. And th you know what? Honestly, 
a lot of people have said that, and I believe them. Like, you know how some people, they say, like, yeah, reach out. Let us know if you need anything. Yeah. And then you're like, yeah, all right. But people that are saying it to me right now, like, they, they, they're they saying, like, I'm about that life. Like, I'm ready. Like, you know, so for me, it kind of, like, is getting me gassed up. Like, I'm an athlete, so certain things get me hype. And, like, that gets me hype. Like, people are ready. Ready to go ready. steal the batons away from some cops. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. That's not what I'm going to be doing. No, I'm ready to, like, we got to get some change. Like, and the change that I'm more focusing on is the education base. Like, we got to have these uncomfortable conversations because we haven't had them before, clearly. Like, pe some people still don't necessarily even know they're racist. And I'm being just, just brutally honest. Like, they don't know that they have racist ways. So then mm. when, when they, they find out, or when people say, if you're doing this, this is uncomfortable for black people, they're like, wow, I didn't know that. And so now they're not going to do it anymore, but it just took a conversation. So I'm really going to be into the educational process of it all. Like, we got to talk about this. We got to talk about why schools only have a month of black history. Why is it just in chronological order with all of history? Like, why don't you just throw the Good black point. history in there with all of history? Why is it we take this history out, talk about it for a month, and then let's go on about it. Just put it in <laughs> chronological <laughs> order. Yeah. 100%. Definitely need more acknowledgement to that. No question. Yeah, and that's yeah. the kind of things like the common sense oh. things. It's like the great white awakening here in America. You see so many people waking up to what's actually been going out in this country now that we all have cell phones and can just pull out our phone and see the murder of a man in cold blood right on the streets like that, just having that type of access. But and athletes now coming out and, you know, the whole all lives matter, saying crazy things like this. But like you said, it's just education explaining to them why Black Lives Matter, and why that this is an issue, and it needs to be addressed right now. It's so important. And like you said, we're in that era of, uh, or that age of 15 minutes, not even 15 minutes of fame, it's like 15 seconds. It's like the age of the hashtag, you know? So they'll yeah. forget about it really quickly if you're not pressing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, that's, and that's the point. Yeah, that's the point. And, and so that's why I said you got to keep the conversation going. You know, you have a Maya Moore, and, and everybody's going to have their fight. Like, you know, like Maya Moore, she's in the prison reform. She just got a man out, like a man that was in prison for a long, long time. Like, you know what I mean? So that that's that's everybody needs to pick their battle, like pick whatever about social reform you want to change. Everybody can literally sign a petition right now, like right now. And, and people are like, oh, what's that going to help vote? Don't y'all see? We never seen yeah. this many mayors before. Like, I know a lot of states mayors now. I never knew that beforehand. That right. now we see how important they are. You start to see, wow, these mayors yeah. and governors are making like our governor here in Georgia just told us we got to go back outside and we weren't even ready. So now a lot of people are like, yo, we need to start paying attention to who we vote as the governor. You know, so now people are getting it. Like when they say why vote, uh, yeah, these people make decisions about your whole life. Word. That's it. That goes to the education, though. That's I mean, vote. Definitely. The, whole, the whole thing about the education, I mean, you. There's a lot of people now that no no one knew what Juneteenth really was. Facts. And now since that just happened a couple of days ago, everybody's aware of it. It's you know, it's becoming a holiday. Like it should and be. It's one that we can all agree on. Like when is there ever a holiday we all agree on? Like this might be the only one. Listen, my team, the Atlanta Dream, made this a paid holiday. So what's crazy is the day before I was um about to announce that I'm not, not playing. I was telling my coach and them. And then I saw that they had done that. Like they did that to kind of show a support for me. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I had an event on Juneteenth called 
what is Juneteenth because of that same thing. I had a pop-up block party, but that's what I'm saying. It was that people were happy. I'm handing out barbecue, drinks, you know, we have Gatorade, Red Bull, water. People are like, we're partying. But at a certain point, I let them know that the reason we're partying is because this is a holiday. You may not have yeah. known it, but this is a whole holiday yeah. that we're celebrating. Like, and so that's kind of like my style. Like, I'm not going to shove stuff down people's throats. I'm going to have a good time, and I'm, you're going to get educated in, in the process. But how many textbooks is that in? You know, Juneteenth, how many textbooks in school even bring that up as – I don't even remember hearing about that. I could. I don't even think I was ever taught that in school, and that's sick. Were that's, you talking about so, the, to, the 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 Black Wall Street? I don't think a lot of people were talking yeah, about that in school. No, we were never taught that in Pearson. Yeah, out yeah. in the Hamptons. Are you kidding me? Out in the Hamptons. No. <laughs> that's the problem. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. Why isn't history just in chronological order? Like I'm yeah, not. Right. I'm, I, I don't understand that. Like that was a big part of history. We all know. But and then I was talking to somebody. When you Google it, everybody's like. Oh my gosh, like this yeah. was a real, yeah. Yo, it comes down to systemic racism. Like we always bring up, there's the people that are in charge only want you to know certain things and they don't want to lose power. And it's up for white people like myself and Hampton's Dave here and Mac Daddy to just simply acknowledge this and try to teach the next generation about systemic racism to prevent it from happening. The more knowledgeable exactly. people are. And that's one thing that I do find happening is that as we go on in time, People do learn. It's like a global consciousness. We start seeing and hopefully we can start connecting and becoming more human. And that's how these things will begin to change. And that's my whole point. So when people are like, well, what are you going to do? Well, what if I just start like talking about this a lot and then maybe somebody in the school system start talking to me? This is not an overnight thing. When I say I'm sitting out of this season, that's because right now everybody's ready to listen. So let's talk about it. But this is going to whatever happens in this season. And when I say this season, this climate like that's going to be a trickle effect to where five years down the road, 10 years down the road, people won't understand that so many statues just got taken down. People are taking yeah. down statues on their own. Okay. Yep. You hear me? Like people yeah. are like, nah, we're not with the games. Like these, these colonels, these sergeants, these generals, they got to go. There is one statue that they should have kept up. And it was that one. Did anyone see that statue? I think it was like the, the head of the Confederacy and he looked like the Burger King. He looked like a car. He was like the worst statue I've ever seen. <laughs> Just the fact that it was actually put up shows the ignorance exactly. of whoever it was. And like, how can you even support? Like, I'm sorry. And, and I know that you guys are down south, not to offend anybody down in Atlanta, <laughs> Mr. Cheeks, Renee. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but think about it. They betrayed America. Like they literally went to war with our country and then they're putting that flag up. It's just treasonous. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. That flag still flies in, you know, <laughs> places. You, it's just, it's amazing. Like, especially in, you know, public places like NASCAR, the fact that NASCAR has that in their stadiums and stuff is just, well, they banned it. And that's, yeah, I know they banned it. Yep. That Shout was a part Bubba of that. Yeah. That was a yep. part of NASCAR's culture and not in a sense that, saying that they had racist culture, which they did. Yes, they do. It's, it's, it's exactly yeah. what it is. Like, it's awful. Like, I said, I was saying not to say that, 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 that only their culture was racist because somebody would be like, well, they had some fans that weren't. I get it. But that yeah. was a racism was a heavy part of their culture. So for them to know that this is a part of our fabric, a part of our DNA, and we're getting rid of it, that's like a big deal. I know people, like, they want to see all the cops get, like, arrested and all these things are going to have lasting effects. Like these things are going to have multiple bubble Wallace is the only black driver right now. Like yeah. that might, this whole scenario might make some other little Brown boys <laughs> drive a NASCAR. Like, you know, so I just need people to understand that there are different ways to successfully do this. And it's not just a one way 
mad at the cops thing. Yep. No, you're right. We salute you for that. It's the one thing, too. You can't just encourage the ignorance, too. Right, no. right. Like, you have to applaud when a NASCAR is banning it. Look, they had a whole driver retire. Bye, Ray. Yeah. Don't care, but... Who was that guy, anyway? Like, no, I don't even know who this guy was, and then all of a yeah. sudden, he makes news, like, get out of here. Please, we don't want to see you anyway. <laughs> Bye, Ray. So, yeah. So, <laughs> so, they even had a NASCAR driver that was like, this is getting so weird in NASCAR that I'm out. But that's when I was like, well, maybe that's a good time for me to enter. Like, that, that's how my mind works to where... I went on there and told everybody, like, look, I don't know nothing about NASCAR. I'm ready to learn. Let Love me get that. my Bubba Wallace jacket. Like, yeah. that, that's how you create change. Like, you know, Wait. like, you don't you don't stay mad at NASCAR for being racist. You you applaud them for trying to change and do better. He so. drives her a black yeah. on team, right? Brad Doherty. Yeah. 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 He wrapped his car in the Black Lives Matter, and he yep. had a noose hanging in his garage or something yesterday. Yeah, that's some other shit. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Like, like, That's but crazy. you know there's going to be, but you know what that tells me? Somebody racist is getting real nervous about NASCAR. Like, NASCAR, they're, they're yeah. that mad about what NASCAR thing. is doing. They, they're they big mad. Like, dang, you big mad. Like, people don't even yeah. like you anymore. Like, you're <laughs> big <laughs> mad. That's yeah. it. Get so in their heads. Like, it's about time. Exactly. So, for me... Like that's like a that's like a, a publicity stunt. That's like them saying, "Come on, white people, we're still here. Let's do it." Like you know what I mean? But nobody's paying that no mind, bro. Like that's old news. Like didn't yeah. even, you know what I mean? Like that's not even the move anymore. So that to me, I'm like, you tried it, you didn't succeed, but you tried it. It's just that sneaky, soft. Like if you're doing things behind people's backs, like you shouldn't feel tough. You shouldn't feel cool. That's weakness. It's like, yes, it's cowardly. It's, it's cowardly. Lame, but, yeah. And we see you. And that's what I'm saying. Oh, that was cute. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That was cute. Yeah. You tried it. Yeah. Adorable. You tried it. We're not going bye, nowhere. We're still, we like still here. Yeah. Bye, Ray. Bye. Bye, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I have to feel about all that. Like, bye, Ray. Yeah. I, don't, I don't waste energy on people that are just like a hard, like, I'm not going to listen. This is how I feel. Bye. Okay, bye. Like, I'm not going to waste my time on that. So, bye, Ray. Um, not surprised. Sorry, not sorry. That that's just how I feel. Like a lot of people are with it, and I'm a, I'm a focus on those people. I'm not I'm not worried about the folks that aren't with this movement. This movement's going to happen with or without them. Oh yeah, there you go. There you go. Love wins, baby. That's it. It's simple. It's that simple. Like I, I ignore the ignorance. So bye, Ray. Like that's how I really feel. Like I just bye. So do you think that when this is, well, I wouldn't say it's ever going to end the social justice reform that's going on. It's going to take years and years and laws to be fixed and really a whole system to be reworked, essentially, right? But that being said, are you, is there a chance to return to the WNBA? Yeah, there's definitely a chance. I'm one of those players still that don't stretch before I play. I kind of just, ah. <sighs> you know what I mean? Yes. Like, I, I'm one of those players, like, you can fact check that. Ask my teammates because everybody told me when I graduated UConn that, yeah, you're going to have to start stretching now that you're playing three games a week in the pros. And then they said, wait till you hit 30. And, like, I'm sitting on 32 right now and still not stretching. So I do think that I have something left in the legs if I want to. I think so, too. I'm sure your teammates would agree. So everybody was hyped, though, for you, I imagine, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, because, honestly, like, a lot of players feel the same way I do, but financially they might not be able to make the decision. You know what I mean? Like, they're like, dang, I feel you. Like, that's dope. And I'm going to hold it down in the bubble. Like, that's legit what people have said to me. So when they say that, I'm like, all right, bet. I got you out here. Hold it down in there. Like, we're still, 
I, like, I want people to understand I'm still connected to the W like tight, like in a sense, and people will see that moving forward, but it's not like I'm leaving sports. I'm leaving basketball. I'm still going to be broadcasting games at, for like, you know, when the nice. NCAA, when the NCAA, well, you know, when, the, when college comes when back, everything's I'm, back. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just saying that to be a professional athlete, if you, it takes a lot because I train, I, I have a certain level of focus that I know that if I'm going to be playing in season, that's all I'll think about. So for me, I know myself and that's why I stepped away. It's not that I think like, this is the only way to do it. I just know myself. I can't do, I'm all in. Like when I'm locked in, I'm locked in. So once I get in there, I know that I'll be locked in and I want to do this right here. This is where my heart is. So, so that's why I love. Got to follow your heart. And it's yeah. just when they finally start hooking up the players a little bit more. Cause that's one thing you hear is that this is the big year that they've hooked up the WNBA players. What is this? They've added a compensation structure to include a base salary, performance-based bonuses like the NFL, and then paid maternity leave, fertility, and adoption services. These are all new things. Are you happy about this, or do you feel like there should be more done to help the players? Like, I'm happy about it because it's a step in the right direction. So you always have to be happy when things are progressing. But obviously, as a league and as women, we, we want more in a sense of we're always going to want more like there's not going to be any person i don't care what job you are people say do you, would you want to receive more money like yeah. the nba uh yes yeah. <laughs> like, i don't care what job you are somebody asks you that you're going to say yes so of course we're always open and welcoming to more but i'm happy with progress like i'm always like uh you know i always like the the half full glass half full type so progress is a beautiful thing and they they cleaned up some things that as players we complained about like lifestyle things we're a women's league. How don't we have maternity leave? So now we do. Yes. So cer certain things like that where just lifestyle, I, I am happy with the changes. That surprises me that all these years, WNBA players didn't have maternity leave. That's insane. Yeah. So can you see yeah. how I'm excited or her, how women are excited about like, so yeah, that's a huge win. Yes, we should have had it before, but now that we have it, yeah, we need it. We yeah. are women that have children. So you know, just certain things like that, that just kind of that peace of mind. Like, you know, a player doesn't want to get pregnant. She knows, like, she might not get yeah. a check. <laughs> you know, like, that's kind of crazy to think about. But that, that, that's a female's reality. That is a shit. But it's great that they're finally giving it to you, to you ladies. That's, that's definitely great. Speaking on that, like, so uh, think about an Allison Felix, who, who was the track runner. And I don't know if you guys know, but she kind of like, she lost her, what, Nike endorsement, all kinds of different things when she got yeah, pregnant. That like crazy. that's that's pretty wild but that's and again that's a female's fight because the nba players can have a baby and win a championship in the same day like you know yeah. what i mean like they can do that just ask will chamberlain you do a lot of things you keep going <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh my gosh <laughs> but women can't do that you know what i mean so that's a sacrifice that women make and, and women i know a lot of people don't want to hear it but women and particularly black women almost sometimes have to choose between family and their career. Like a lot of times we just can't have both. It's a shame. It's really like any career. It's, it's what any I see career. more and more. Yeah. It's, any any career. Yep. it's just not easy. But you know what? There are changes that are being made. And once again, it's really up to us, the new generation to usher these changes in. And you, you're a prominent woman. And now you're in a position where you can use your voice to help change legislation and help change laws that are out there. So, we need more Renee Montgomery's out there, really. Yes, oh, God. Uh, honestly. Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, I appreciate that. I don't know. It's crazy because it's, it's like, it's just me. And like, even I didn't even think it was going to be, I just put the tweet out there, you know, like I didn't do no huge press conference. I didn't like make an announcement. I just like, let me just send this tweet before my Juneteenth event tomorrow so that they don't ask me about the WBA season. Like that was, that was literally my thought process. Like, you know, I'm starting to get awkward when people ask me, am I excited? So let me just tell them now that I'm not playing and then they won't ask me about it tomorrow. And then it was like crazy. It popped from there. Yeah, definitely crazy. some mainstream crazy. Was that the- Listen, I wouldn't have been talking to y'all if it didn't happen, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, that's not why we, we actually had this booked before that. What? I swear to you, we Mac Daddy, our guy, our wow. sports guy, reached out to the PR and set it up before all this. So we oh, lucked out in terms of booking Mac you. Daddy. I know. Shouts to Mac Daddy. He's killing it. Yes, yes Mac Daddy. I like that. So most people... Like, so most people, other than you fine gentlemen, like, you know, I'm on this wave of people can't believe that I would step down from, from basically a dream job to do this. But like, what kind of dream is this if I'm like feeling hurt? And you know what I mean? Like I'm hurt right now. So people, if people want to know, I have like multiple nephews, six, four, six, five. These are black boys. The cops, when they pull them over, they're not going to care that they're my yeah. nephews. No, no like right. the cops are not going to say, oh, you're Renee Montgomery's nephew. Go on, son. Like, that's not going to happen. So for me, I'm like living in a state of worry. Like when my sister calls me, I'm like, yo, is everything good? Like if I miss a call or she calls me twice, I'm like, yo, you good? What's good? Like I have this almost nervousness that people won't understand, but I have nephews that are huge. And so it's scary because when I see a George Floyd that's big in stature, you know, that's one of the things that they kept on saying. He was intimidating. That's why three different cops were sitting on him. My nephew's six, six, five, like two something, you know, he plays college sports like is he scary too he's like a gentle teddy bear he's my nephew but if, if you're like a five four cop i don't know that you see the cops no yeah. offense once again the police but <laughs> some of the cops that they're hiring it's just embarrassing and you'll it's see like joke. videos of people making fun of them calling them midgets and all that stuff it's crazy oh my gosh see and that's what i'm saying and so then you got these guys that are now mad at people calling them short and now they're taking it out on, on somebody that's what i'm saying i'm just scared that like for my nephews. So when people are like, why is this that important? Yeah, I have family that could be a next hashtag. We're not trying to do that over here. Like we seriously, don't want, we don't want that over here. So let's fix this problem. Like yesterday. Bye, Ray. Bye, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, Renee, it's been great having you on. I, I really want to have a part guys. two of follow up to this interview because we didn't even get yeah, to talk let's sports. Let's do it. Let's do it. I, look, I'm down. Like this is. I don't have a job anymore, guys. So, look, let's go. join the club. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> yeah, so let's do it. I, I seem to have some time on my hands now, so let's do it. We'll we'll definitely be reaching back out, and let's plug all that social media info too. Uh, my social media is it's Renee M. Um, and on Instagram at an underscore on Twitter, it's Renee M underscore, and then RMF nonprofit is my foundation. That's what I do a lot of the stuff. That's who threw the block party. And I do that because businesses like to donate to foundations that have 501c3s because they can write it off in their taxes. So that's the way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So I do a lot of stuff through my foundation just because people are more willing to donate and different things of that nature. So RMF nonprofit, if you're trying to follow, follow the way you see what we're trying to do, but um, there's a lot happening. I'm going to just tell you that, like there's going to be a lot happening. Just want to say thank you, you know, from the whole yeah. show, but from everybody out here, just for using, you know, the, the work that you did your whole life to get to the platform that you're on, to use it to do good. That's really what more athletes should do and more people in your position, and it's honorable, and it, 
you know, it just shows a lot about your character and everything that's lit. And, you wow, know, to all those thank haters. Thank you, guys. Bye, bye Ray. Lit. Bye, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> bye, Ray. Yeah, like, I don't, we don't we really pay them no mind. But I thought yeah. I was supposed to spit a hot, a hot 10 yeah. bars or something. Hell like, yeah, we're going to need that, some fire. Sure. Let's go. Okay. All right. All right. Like, do I just go? Look what I've got here. I forgot. This is a new addition to the Ryan show is that I'm, uh, I'm officially DJing. Let's Wait, put on a let's put on okay. a beat here for you. Hang on, hang on. Let me see if it's let's see if this will work. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Mr. Cheeks should have been DJing if anybody. Get yeah. I was I was taught by Mr. Cheeks. We're good. Okay. Classic New York. Okay, are we ready? Let me hear. Let me hear what we're doing. Is it what going? Can you, is it going turn in the there, there, there is it. Turn yeah, turn my, my headphones, headphones up. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, it's going in and out, Ron. You got to keep that slap. Yeah. yeah, there we go. There we go. Optimum. All right, all right. It's about right. to be a diss track to Optimum. Uh, uh. So, you want a hot 16 to talk about things. Why am I leaving my team? Uh, I've been feeling like a fiend, doing different all things, right. trying to get to Martin's dream. Come on, Martin. Come on, Martin. I was doing some Come things. On. Come on. What cut is it not beat. going through? I, yeah, I can't even tell. I didn't cut the beat. You know what it is? We can thank Optimum. This is about to be a diss track towards Optimum for messing up our uh, internet here. This is crazy. Yeah, Optimum, because I was about to flow. Y'all she heard was. it again. You know what? Oh, part, oh, part two. Well, part two, because I was about to do some things. Y'all don't even know, so yeah. part two. We're going to need a part two down in Atlanta, because that's where we're going might, next. might have just signed oh, a record yeah. deal. That might oh, just be yeah. Educational raps. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, come, come meet me at the Black Hole Studio. We out here. <laughs> oh, word for real. I'm coming. I'm coming through, because that would be actually... <laughs> Yeah, let's link. Yes, hit me, send me your info and stuff. Let's link because I appreciate you guys, and y'all are good vibes. And you know that's like my whole thing. So yeah, we can we can rap. Let's make it happen, Renee. We're gonna follow you and find you on Instagram, folks. This is the Ryan Show FM with WNBA star turned activist, and for good reason, Renee Montgomery. And we will be back very shortly with Hampton's Dave's favorite porn star, Sarah J. We'll be back. Yo, bless the still, step out, dress to kill. The L, what the deal? Clock the squill, the MC overkill. Certified silver dust, 35 mil. Jumping out planes, docks the name. Flame, back to relief, pain. Hater, itch for foe, throw piss, capote. Hit the safe for case, should've switched the code. Hurriedly compelled to cuss the drug hounds. Down to rob your neighborhood wall bounds. Me and my man jumping out, sit Slapping your jaw like Sugar Ray did the red. I execute like wars in the root. 22 inch rims to parachute out the Lex Coop. The rhythm hit him without the venom in him. Hit him, skin him with the that pull out the jungle in it. Dog style, your girl smoking a lot. I've been had a demo before, riding hot. Buy a whip straight up, cash out the car lot. Clorox, your Fort Knox to y'all call SWAT. Bite off your ear for a silver deer. Switch from red to void, give you primal fear. If you don't throw the click, then you're your wet. Phone knock, death squad from the Jersey set. Wild the fuck out, smoke the fuck out, drink the fuck out, freak the fuck out, bug the fuck out, scream the fuck out, black the fuck out, act the fuck out. Do you feel it in your body? Shake your snake. Do you feel it in your body? Shake your snake. You wanna rock a body? Shake your snake. Do you wanna get naughty? Shake your snake. Ooh wee!
think the heat is on 97 cheat you chalk I reach you y'all Right on me palm It's like the cape on spawn Acting frequency Trip the car along Rip it, rip it, rip it Got moves to make Choose the date Today you hallucinate Get me out without war Torn ghettos Opposite of good fellows The narrow Go to any borough Who rocked the mic Darrow Got your wife saying Not tonight Hello Buddy talk Walk, walk ass Chris The Baptist Garcia's way You need classes For practice To tap this Jurassic Crap shaft Nasty Hot potato, uh, drop the data uh, Emancipation proclamator Lock down the pound no doubt. As a juvenile brought Kazals off canal uh, Rick City be the pros and wildin' out Off at the mouth, get dressed like thousand now Got a degree on that <laughs> the leak E crash in the V while we master the P Our B's by the body, cause a low knowledge Blocker, big jaja, good cha-cha Spit something to you to turn your eyes cock Down with the outs You're trembling, picking up the pin again and drilling. Got impact like DJ through all Benjamin Cinnamon Hit you with your thongs and your Timbaland Probably a cop say it's the big Jump the f*** out, jump the f*** out Sweat the f*** out, pass the f*** out Black the f*** out, flip the f*** out Drunk the f*** out, walk the f*** out You feel it in your body? Feel it in your body? You wanna rock a party? You wanna get it? Yeah, yeah, yeah Walk the f*** out, sweat the f*** out Drink the f*** out, stay the f*** out Act the f*** out, smack the f*** out You're just bleasy. Ladies and gentlemen, you still rocking with the best. I bought a few friends along. We're gonna do it like this. One, two, three, here we go. It's the critically acclaimed, lyrically insane. The rhyme like Harry, you stick it in your vein. The track something like it hits you in your brain. Come on, baby, come on, come on and get with the gang. They put the world's most underrated on the record with the greatest of all time. Can't no one debate it. Some made it fun to say that I am gonna make it. I will not lose. Some of the shit they do is too understated. Saigon the dawn. Let it be prove the people I'm a phenomenon. I pop a person to play with my parmesan. Come on, baby, come on, come get it on with the gun. You gotta be kidding me. Who you think about it? Coming up just like a box of baby My first style, maybe if I stutter, maybe But then I slowed it down, bought it from the gutter, baby Matter of fact, I don't give a f*** where you rate me Record labels told me no, guess what the f*** it may be Super rich, stupid, no I'm super vicious Like standing over a wounded man with two biscuits Let's get it clear like eucalyptus if you conflicted My flow is like the Cuban Missile Crisis My near misses with prices I had a couple red Jews in the verse For my 
like this, listen like this, listen like this. You gotta let it do what it do, baby. Come on. Come on, come on and get with your man Got the rap, Daniel with chemistry A lot of fakes in the industry But I don't let them get to me I rock for my brother that's locked in the penitentiary Me, Jay, and Swizzy got the symphony in the century Rockefeller, Fort Knox, you heard that I don't know where you be, but see, I be with the birds at She asked me buy her a drink, I get her some yak Then it's, come on, baby, come on, come on, let's merge to the back The way before my contract, I had Rappers claim that they had bras, but I thought they was bad bras I'm feeling disrespected If everybody f***ing dimes, who got all these ugly f***ing pregnant? Pump up, hack them up and make it jump up Hatch your body in the trunk up You going now, New York, we on the way to Cali Hit the south to make it jump up All good things must come to an end. Yes, even this radio program. This is the Ryan Show FM's Best of 2020. The best part about the Best of 2020 is that 2020 is not even over yet. We still have other episodes coming out this year, but things are going to be so hectic. It's going to be too hard to try to wrap them into a Best of. And so much good stuff happened this year. It was only right that we give you guys some type of a recap Don't forget that full episodes of The Ryan Show FM can be found online as a podcast. Just look up The Ryan Show Podcast, and we're going to come right up at the top. Google it, as we say around here. Really quick, before we wrap things out and hit you with The Ryan Show's instrumental, keep in mind that we can be followed on Instagram at The Ryan Show, where we hit you with constant updates on things that are going on. We've got not one But two telethons coming up. The 18th, we have a Hamptons telethon where we're going to be putting together a benefit for the heart of the Hamptons charity. And on the 19th, we're doing it for the Salvation Army of Canada. Shouts to 97.7 Outlaw FM. Our man DJ Immortal is the driving force behind that one. So be sure to check us out on Instagram for more details, how you can donate, take part in that. We've got a lot of great performers, both stand-up comedians and, uh, and music artist as well. Thank you for joining us for the best of 2020. Let us know which part of this episode that you enjoyed the most by leaving a comment on Instagram and letting us know. Big shout out to the two guys that do it with me every single week. Mr. Cheeks of the Lost Boys and Hamptons Dave Socialite of New York City. Follow them at TheRealMrCheeks132 and at Hamptons Dave on all social media platforms. I cannot thank everybody enough for all of the time that they give us. And I promise you this, next year will be even bigger and better than 2020. Hold me to it. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. I love you all, and I'll see you next week. Over and out. Over and out.